When we finally kiss goodnight, how I hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. But must dear, we're still, we're not even goodbying yet. Hello, welcome to a new episode. Today, I've been thinking about one of the things I miss most. Well, there's so many things I miss in 2020, don't we all? One that stands out for me is live theater, musicals, plays, the symphony, concerts, performances, and all the things that go with that, getting ready and planning or traveling and friends and dinners and lunches and coffees and desserts. So I thought, okay, well, let's talk about the last live thing I saw. And let me challenge you to think about the last live performance you saw. And then maybe, you know, we can dream and hope for what we would love to see in the future someday when we are able to do so. So I'm going to talk all about that today. And it's going to surprise you because you're going to going to you're going to going to going to say like it's something in New York. Nope. It's a musical. Nope. It's a symphony. Nope. It's something you will never expect. And it's something that's been on my radar radar. It's been on my radar for some time. And I finally made it live to see this performance. And it blew me away. And it blew me away that this was the last thing I saw in real time. And there's a recording of it. So there's a podcast recording of it. And so today's episode could be thought of as kind of like a field trip. It's kind of a podcast piggyback extravaganza. So I will inspire you now. And then you can go listen to this with the viral mindfulness inversions yeah where i'm challenging you to do a headstand with your music where i'm challenging you to get uncomfortable and open up your heart and your ears especially to listening to different types of music so before we dive into all that let's just uh start with this i want to share a song from the piano so alexander take it from the top This is a Christmas carol. This was arranged by David Lance. He's a pianist and it's What Child Is This?
blessed be the fruit. The month has finally arrived. Viral Mindfulness Academy is almost open. And in honor of this exciting event, I have a special offer just for you. Stay tuned. All right. Do you remember what the last show you saw? Theater, opera, Broadway, plays, concert, live band. Okay. So mine was on March 4th, 2020. It's Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. start time. And it was up in Beverly Hills, California on Santa Monica Boulevard. And I was at the Wallace Annenberg Center for Performing Arts. And what I was doing there is I was watching a performance and live recording of NPR's From the Top. It's called From the Top. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about From the Top. So From the Top is a nonprofit organization dedicated to celebrating the stories, talents, and character of young, classically trained musicians. Yeah. And so... They have a mission from the top to celebrate the power of music in the hands of extraordinary young people by doing three things. First is to unleash the potential of young musicians as leaders in the arts. Number two, trumpeting the role of music to impact and enrich lives. And three, inspiring and building new audiences with a deeper appreciation for classical music. So a little bit more about the funding. From the Top is an independent nonprofit organization, and through their radio show, which is distributed by NPR, um, most of their funding comes from generous individuals, corporates, and foundation support. And their media and education programs are offered to their musicians and the general public at no charge, and they welcome contributions of all levels. So... On NPR, every Sunday night, they play the radio show from the top. So you can also access this where you get your podcasts as well. You can just search from the top. And I've been wanting to attend for quite some time. They're not here very often. They travel around the country and then they'll record the performance with the young artists and the host and any other guest hosts that they have. And then it will be a radio show. Um, And that's where I first came in touch with From the Top. And on Sunday nights, it usually plays down here um, on my public radio station, 91.5, around 6 p.m. Pacific time in SoCal in Huntington Beach. And I love to listen to it. It takes me back to when I was a young, classically training young person. And it just brings up so much amazing memory and feelings within my own body and heart. And I really love encouraging and challenging myself to listen to classical classical music. So remember, one of their missions is to inspire and build new audiences with a deeper appreciation for classical music. So since I moved to Southern California, the first part of this last decade, I 2012, I started attending the symphony regularly at the Pacific Symphony. And then last couple years, I've been going up to the LA Phil. And so Classical music is not easy for everybody to listen to. In fact, I heard a conductor 
uh, talking about how it can be very painful for some people listening because classical music symphonies, um, classical piece on the violin or the piano can sometimes require some attention and listening ears that you acquire a taste for. There are so many benefits to classical music, to creativity, to your mind, your neuro connections within the brain. There's so much value and it's something I'm accustomed to because I grew up as a child per you know, studying piano from a classically trained concert pianist. And so I've been wanting to see from the top for quite some time. And I finally had a ticket and it was the week before the shutdown. And I was so blown away. So I was on the second row and I was sitting on the left side and it was pretty full. It wasn't entirely full. The theater probably has a couple thousand seats. And it was just awesome because, you know, they're, it's, they're recording for radio. So they're all set up. They've already done all the things. And there's times where they're like, okay, we're on air. And they even had, you know, the on air, like glowing light that would come on and like applause now and, you know, clap here. (laughs) And it was just thoroughly enjoyable. So let me tell you a little bit about who was hosting and who was performing And I'll grab my phone and I'll play you a couple quick sound clips of the artists as I kind of summarize the episode for you. And part of the reason why I'm also inspiring you to follow their mission, one of their items to inspire and build new audience with a deep appreciation, deeper appreciation for classical music is for you to go now after you listen to this podcast. And I will put the link Um, at the show notes at viralmindfulness.com forward slash 126. And you can get all of the info and see some pictures that I took that night. And I would love for you to go listen to the episode and you can hear me too. Just kidding. You can't hear me at all. I'm in the audience. So just know that I was there very moved and watching the event. So here's a little bit about the program. So the show is hosted by Peter Dugan, co-host. He's a pianist. He has appeared as a soloist, recitalist, and chamber musician across North America and abroad. He's a sought-after crossover artist. He's performed in duos and trios with artists ranging from Itzhak Perlman, Joshua Bell, to Jesse Colin Young, and Glenn Close. And Peter Dugan just took over the hosting part from a previous pianist who did from the top for from the beginning, so for about almost 20 years. There's also guest hosts this season, and Vijay Gupta was the guest host the night I went, and he's a violinist, speaker, and advocate for artistic voices in social issues. And Vijay Gupta... Um, also played with the LA feel for quite some time. So in the the performance and in the recording that you're going to hear, it's the episode features several young artists. The first up was a saxophone quartet. I've never heard a saxophone quartet. It was so cool. And these young men were 17 and 18 years old, and they were showcasing their really awesome technique with this Brazilian 
song and very much dance. The next artist is an inventive piano trio. Well, it's a trio because the guest host, Vijay's playing the violin, Peter Dugan's playing the piano, and the 17-year-old cellist, she's playing in a trio piece with the two hosts. Then a 14-year-old violinist has a special connection to Brahms's Hungarian dances, and she tells you all about it and performs. There's also a 10-year-old performance, a pianist, that performs um, Chopin's Winter Wind Etude. And the last item performance was the LA Children's Chorus. And they sing this gorgeous arrangement of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, as well as a classical piece. If you're ready to listen to the episode now and challenge yourself, it's less than an hour, maybe 45 minutes you'll love it so much and know that I'm in the audience. So you can head over to viralmindfulness.com forward slash 126. And that's where the show notes live. And I'll put the link there for from the top episode. So I'm going to wrap up this episode by just kind of telling you a couple of reasons why I loved this performance, what it meant to me personally. And I want to give you some viral mindfulness suggestions for how to um, get out of the rut of your music skills, like how to stimulate new music in your life and to expand your listening and expand the benefit of music and theater in your life. It was very personal sitting in the audience because I remember so much what it was like to perform as a young classical pianist. I trained for a good seven years and I performed all the time. I memorized, I perfected, I went to competitions and federations and I performed in front of thousands of people. Um, There were performances where there were several thousand people watching and it didn't even bat an eye. Um, Some of it was related to when I belonged to the Mormon church and I was a young um, performer within that realm. And I just would get up and just whirl these these fantastic (laughs) memorized pieces at the piano. So it very much brought me back to seeing how these young artists would come onto the stage as they were recording the episode and how they would talk to the hosts and I can relate. I saw myself. I don't live with a lot of regret in my life. Um, I look at things that didn't happen, uh, mistakes I've made, and I work with them in a very spiritual, emotional way. And I really gravitate towards looking at where I'm at and where I want to go from here and not falling into regret or remorse. When we talk about the sliding door, you know, options, the sliding doors, Gwyneth Paltrow film, you know, where you miss the train, the subway train, and how life changes um, just from that one event. I certainly have thought many a times, and again, when I was sitting here at the live event, what if I had continued to study piano through high school? What if I had applied to colleges and universities and music schools? I mean, there's a good chance I could have been doing a lot of different things. However, this is where I'm at. This is life. I'm grateful for the life that I'm in today. And I'll just tell you that classical music has a strength and a power and the way that it's organized, 
the way that it challenges your mind, even like the neuro connections, it's really good for you. There's a lot of research. I'm not going to get into it here. I've studied it over the years. And one of the things that has come into my life because of a, let's call it a viral mindfulness inversion. I mentioned this at the beginning. An inversion is where you take your head below your heart. So you go upside down into a headstand. You go down on your knees onto your head and you do a head headstand. I might have said headstand when I meant to say head handstand. So handstand, headstand, going upside down. Your head now goes below your heart. So that means that your heart's on top. And inversions are something that can really throw your life around. And so listening to different types of music is something I didn't do for several decades. And in the last decade, I've taken a very intentional practice of getting a streaming service. Um, Spotify is what I use. You can use Spotify for free forever as long as you just don't log on and stream from your phone. So that means that if you were just at home using your laptop or your computer, not your iPad, because that's a device, that's an iOS digital system. And so with Spotify, it doesn't become free then. But you can access so many playlists and albums. And in 2012, I started making playlists where I would listen to, I'd find different albums, classical, um, jazz, country. The only genre I really don't like is heavy metal. But I will listen to it sometimes to try and figure out what it is that works for people there. And so, for example, a great example is um, Joni Mitchell. Like, I had never listened to her music nor liked it. And just a couple years ago, one of my friends was just blown away that I didn't know Joni Mitchell. And since then, I have gone down the Joni Mitchell rabbit hole. And the gateway album or drug to Joni Mitchell for me was Blue, the album Blue. And on that album are several songs that have become a pivotal pivotal part of my life and even river is very famous to all of us and since then i have developed a huge affection for her music and i have seen the complexity in her lyrics and in the structure because i'm playing her music on the piano and i've been singing and playing accompanying my friend jude as we prepare year after year now for an all Joni Mitchell concert. It might be coming in 2021. So, um, but I look at how hard it was for me to listen to Joni Mitchell at first. And now after several years, I absolutely love her music. And it's, it's, it has expanded my my capacity to receive different types of music. Country is another one. You know, I never was a fan of country music. And it's just such an interesting practice to encourage yourself to listen to different types of music. And I feel like what it does for me on a larger scale for my life is that it teaches me to meet the different components of life with more grace and compassion. 
And it develops a muscle within my own self to meet emotions, relationships, grief, stress, work with a more open attitude. And it keeps me learning and moving. So I would really encourage you to listen to some new music. Right now, it's December 17th. The propensity and compulsion is to simply just listen to Christmas music. I've I'm ditching the Christmas music mostly now, and I'm pulling out other albums and songs to listen to. Yesterday, I listened to Mandy Moore's new album. Um, I listened to Taylor Swift's second album twice this week, and I've been listening to Billie Holiday on vinyl. Um, so I I have all kinds of plans, especially over the next couple of weeks, to not just listen to Christmas music and to encourage the study of other artists. So that's my challenge for you. I would love for you to give it a whirl. Today's piggy piggyback podcast episode could push you now to take the challenge right to from the top. And if you're looking, you can also Google NPRs from the top. And you can find the episode. Um, It's episode 386 on From the Top. You could podcast search From the Top on your app on your phone. And as I mentioned, it is also at my website. But before I go, let me play you a couple quick clips. I don't know if they'll like, if they like, if I'm playing this just quickly from my phone to my recording, just so you can kind of hear what I'm talking about. So here's the quick clip summary recording to inspire you to take my viral mindfulness challenge go get going and i'll see you next time on the episode i'm going to tell you about the last show i saw in new york city because <gasps> january 3rd 2020 i was in new york and i i did a broadway show run and i'm going to tell you about the last show i saw on broadway Okay, so here's this quartet of saxophone players. I'm not kidding you. It's so incredible watching them, 17 and 18-year-old men, boy men. So they had like a tenor saxophone, an alto, a soprano, and a bass saxophone. I didn't even, I've never heard some of those saxophones. So that was amazing. Here's the young 17-year-old cellist, and she's playing with the two hosts on violin and piano. All right, and then there's also a 14-year-old violinist. She has a special connection to Brahms's Hungarian dances. Listen to this. She's also accompanied by one of the hosts. And then next up, there is a 10-year-old pianist. She performed Chopin's Winter's End or Winter's Wind Etude. Oh, that was interesting because I played Chopin when I was a youngster. And just the movement and the speed of her fingers, it just took me back. I, I was performing in a show once when I was a kid, and I was so nervous my fingers wouldn't move and cover the music and the notes the way it was supposed to. And of course, few people notice, but I definitely notice. So here's what this sounds like. Mm-hmm. 
And the final part is from the LA Children's Chorus, and Vijay Gupta worked with them for some time as a violinist. And so they sing two songs, one by Bach, and then they sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. So amazing. Listen to them. This totally makes me think of Christmas Bach like that. And then, of course, you know, somewhere over the rainbow. How can you go wrong with this right now? So do you need any more inspiration? Get over to the episode. Piggyback on over. Okay. I'll see you next time on Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. Let me be your muse to music, mindfulness, creativity, and compassion over at my website, viralmindfulness.com. You can also find me regularly throughout the week over at Instagram. That's also at viralmindfulness.com.